Good morning and welcome to the weekly roundtable. C-SPAN here. Uh, just no announcements this week. Just want to tell everybody um, as we finished up February, I hope you did well with your Patriot Challenge. Got all your miles. Uh, I know there was a few of you that uh, have been DMing me that you did hit 56.5 in three modes of transportation. Uh, I'm really proud of you guys. That's uh, great mileage. Just really uh, it's a good charity, and uh, I'm, I'm proud of the group uh, for just getting involved and getting after it. And I know there were a lot of regions who didn't participate in the Patriot Challenge but did other challenges for the month of February. Just great job. Um, and from Philly to wherever you are, here's a, a nice knuckle bump. Uh, keep getting after it. So we're going to jump right into today's topic because I have one of my friends who uh, just recently got a new job. And so we're going to start with the easy stuff first. Uh, Slaughter, who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? Hello, David. It's good to, good to talk morning, to you, sir. buddy. Yes, sir. Um, let's see. So I started F3 on June 6, 2012. My neighbor and new friend, Mighty Wind, our daughters played softball together. He had started doing F3 not too long before and said, uh, come check it out. So... Uh, crazily enough, he had me meet him outside my house at 5 o'clock on my bicycle, and we rode to the workout. Had I known what I was in for, I may have uh, elected a car instead, but that's uh, that's how it got started. So, gosh, what is that, eight, awesome. nine years ago? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. And that's a, um, that's a great EH story also. I love the bicycle thing um, because – then nobody gets, uh, you know, there's no uh, FNG who just sweated and puked all over the inside of your car. Uh, that, that's another that's, show we'll do sometime. That, so, yeah, that, but you could have a show just on, just on that. <laughs> well, I, I know you got a whole list of topics, um, and so I haven't, I haven't really got to speak to you since you've taken over. The, uh, the flag exchange, the Red Baron, all that stuff, your speech, perfect. And I'll just give you one more of those. Perfect. So uh, congratulations you. on the new role. Um, I will also say, on behalf of the nation, I'm going to say thank you for um, the last couple of years. You've done a bunch of different things. I know you uh, you were a weasel shaker. Then you were kind of, you filled this kind of, and I don't want to call it a corporate position, but it was a kind of a corporate position where you were the weasel shaker making, you know, a lot of behind-the-curtain stuff. And... Um, we're just going to say thank you for doing all that, and then congratulations on being the, the nation's newest Nantan. So yeah. on that – Thanks, T-Span. Yeah, you got it, brother. Keep up the good work. We're all, we're all proud of you, and we're, uh, we're all here to support you. So from there, let's go. And I know you got a list of topics, and I'm just going to throw a uh, softball to you and say, what do you want to talk about first? So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna back up a little bit to what you were just talking about and kind of how we got here. Now I'm gonna start back in in 2011 when some guys showed up uh, on New Year's Day at AG Middle School and it wasn't even called F3. Um, and for years it was one workout, then it was a couple workouts, and then we then then they started some kind of up north, and it was a year or two later they started one down in Columbia. Well, during all of this. At some point in time, they started calling it F3, and at some point in time, they created an entity, uh, F3 Nation Incorporated, um, 
and they kind of came up with a set of bylaws, and there was different leadership groups and things. When um, when F3 uh, when OBT stepped away from his F3 uh, leadership role, and I got in, there was this this entity that was there, and there was kind of another entity, and the foundation was was completely separate, still still being run by Haywood. So when I stepped in, I took over his role as as the weasel shaker, and then I think as I've talked about before we decided to uh, change things and make it a little bit more organized. So that's when we created the board of directors. We uh, rewrote our bylaws. We brought the F3 Foundation in underneath the same entity, uh, answering to the same board. And we, as part of the bylaws, we created an executive operating group. And this is structured just like a normal company. So at that point, I became the chief operating officer. Dredd became the CEO, we had the board of directors, and uh, the foundation was underneath. That was at the beginning of 2020. So fast forward to now, and uh, I think everybody knows Dredd. Uh, we added another seat to the board of directors, so Dredd still holds a seat on the board. As the Nantan and CEO, I also hold a seat on the board of directors uh, so it's my job to have one foot in the, with the board and the other foot in with the operating group, the executive officers, and that's kind of where we are. So at the beginning of the year, of course, starting off any new job, I sat down and said, all right, what, what, what are we supposed to do? There's a lot of stuff going on, a ton of stuff going on, already a great group of leaders uh, in F3, the shared leadership team, and all across the country, and all – 160-something regions, but I knew that there was what's next, and I sat down with my conciliares, uh, which consist of Dark Helmet, Crotch Rocket, and now the Mighty Lance out of Metro, who has taken my spot as the COO, and kind of figured out where, where we wanted to go, and what it all came back to is growth. Uh, and, and recently I talked on the COT podcast last week, and there's been tweets and things. I decided we needed to come up with a formal plan for how big we want to get. And the first thing we needed to do is to figure out where we are now. And we know that. At the end of last year, we know that we had 160-something regions, 2,400 AOs. We've got a live counter on the F3 Nation website. Every time a new AO is added by a region, it, it adds to that. And then we did some math, C-SPAN. We figured that uh, through some research, and it's a little bit informal, that there's about 250 men on average per region. And when you multiply that times the 160, you come up with 40,000 packs. Now, that includes, theoretically, guys that are running around with an F3 name. And they might post every day. They might post once a week. They might not have been out in months. But the way we look at it is if you've got an F3 nickname, then you are part of our group. You're part of our organization. You're one of our brothers, and we want to count you. So uh, we, did, uh, we did some figuring, and the, the tagline that everybody may have heard is a uh, quarter million guys by, in 2025, which means we want to go from 40,000 packs now to 250,000 packs uh, spread out across 15,000 AOs and 1,000 regions in five years. Um, and that's significant. Uh, it's significant because it's a big number, but it's significant because it represents what is the absolute driving force behind all these wonderful things that are happening to the individuals participating 
and uh, as a side benefit to their families and their communities is that we've got to make F3 available to everybody in this country on this earth that wants to participate. You know, in a perfect world, there'd be a workout two miles from every single person's house that lives anywhere on the planet. Um, and granted, that's a, that's a giant lofty goal, but for now, that's, that's where we're headed. So first, we came up with those numbers. We want it to be we want it to be known. We want it to roll off the tongue. We want everybody marching in, in the same order. Um, uh, we want to implant that number in the heads and hearts of all the men who represent F3 across this country so that we can all get there together. Uh, but once we figured that out, we, knew we had to build a machine, a machine to deliver on those numbers. We have to have the infrastructure and the tools in place to provide men with the support they'll need to not only grow and have the workouts, but all of the ancillary benefits that F3 has to offer, such as uh, the foundation, QSource, Whetstone, you name it. Um, and so here's, here's kind of a list that we've come up with for the things that we need to put together in order to get there. Any questions yet, C-SPAN? No, brother, you are, you're, you're on a roll. Keep going. All right, so one of the first things that uh, we want to do is we want a, a better way to capture the information. Uh, we want to know, obviously, where the regions are, who the leadership is in those regions, and, and hopefully eventually a better way to capture how many guys are working out. So Carmen San Diego is our, our whiz-bang IT, Q of IT guy uh, working on some, uh, some technical things on the computer. Uh, we've also got to figure out ways to secure that information. So we've kind of got a beta test going out there. Uh, and we're going to also utilize this website portal for all some of these tools to be available to the leadership in the regions. And I'm going to go through some of that. Um, so that's one thing that we're working on. We need to know who we got and where we got them. Next is uh, the national newsletter. We've had the first one that's gone out already. Uh, with that, we're building a database of uh, secure email addresses. And Regions do a great job. A lot of them, hundreds or, or dozens of them rather, have, have newsletters that I look at on a regular basis. But we wanted a national newsletter, a, a better way to get, get, get the news of the nation to the, to the men from sea to sea. So we've got that down pat. Those guys did a great job on that. Um, one of the other things that we have created is a new national F3 Nation organizational chart. And... Uh, What's significant about what we've come up with is Dark Helmet, who is, uh, of course, the president of the F3 Nation, is going to create uh, a, a series of regions across the country. Uh, right now he's got seven of them listed, Northeast, Western Ops, those types of things, and he wants to get an individual in each of those seats that is going to take the Nantans in their region and, and, and make that world a little bit smaller so that they can focus on uh, pushing out the information, helping with growth especially, and, and just kind of have a, a smaller family in the different parts of the country. Because right now we're struggling a little bit with everything from time change and geography, guys on West Coast versus East Coast, you know, with our Nantan calls, for example, a good time for one doesn't work for others. So we're going we're gonna to pare that down and we're going to build a little bit of a, of a larger um, infrastructure to help deliver on a larger organization as we build it. Another thing we're working on is a regional best practices manual. Uh, I believe Dark Helmet is going to name it The Stuff Worth Trying. This is a book, a publication that we're creating that's going to include 
all of the instructions, uh, and granted, these will be suggestions, uh, on how to create and run your region, uh, how to have, you know, what your shared leadership team should look like, uh, maybe what the tenure should be, how you set up an AO, uh, what site queues mean, information about the foundation, you name it. Uh, if, if, you, if you didn't know anything about F3, you found out about it today, you could sit down and read Free to Lead and read the Stuff Worth Trying manual, and you'd know everything you need to know about what F3 is, what it stands for, and how to create your own region. So we're, uh, we're, we're going to deliver on that here in the next quarter or so. Uh, another thing we intend to do here shortly is expand the existing group. Uh, in our bylaws, we actually have another seat available. There's four of us. We want to add a fifth so that we've got um, the top end. You know, we've got the board of directors whose job is, uh, is, is oversight, everything from budget, hiring and firing the CEO. But the day-to-day -day is left to the uh, operating group, the, the executive group. And there's four of us right now, and we want that to be have a fifth person. Uh, we haven't run into a case of needing a tiebreaker, uh, so that's not as important. We just want somebody from a different part of the country and uh, get a little more input as we build this. Let's see. Next is, of course, big news. We have a new executive director for the foundation. This is going to be the first actual employee of the nation or the foundation. Next Wednesday, we're going to announce who that individual is. But we've come to terms. We have a start date. As you know, the Give to Give campaign at the end of last year raised the money uh, to be able to pay this individual for a while. Uh, that's, that's huge. So this guy's going to be a full-time employee. He's an F3 guy uh, for the foundation. And his job, uh, I won't get too much into what Crotch Rocket spoke with you about last week, but his job is to raise money to fund all the wonderful community interaction initiatives going on across the country and to help spread the word, um, you know, help keep, keep this region from reinventing the wheel when they want to do something that's already being done somewhere else. Uh, Crotch Rocket, who is the president of the F3 Foundation and the executive director will answer to him, is also creating an advisory board. This is a group of folks that are, uh, are with experience in the nonprofit world who are going to help guide who uh, – how this exactly is done. They're going to help us come up with the policies, procedures. Uh, they're going to provide um, compensation oversight and all those different things. So we're excited about that. Uh, let's see. Next is, of course, GrowRuck is on fire. We have six events planned this year. What we're hoping to do in the future is to expand our offerings a little bit. As you know, I think, C-SPAN, we used to subcontract out the Ruck portion of Grow Rucks to Go Ruck, and we no longer do that. We do everything in-house, which means we need to provide our own cadre. We also have been providing our own trainers uh, that go around and take care of everything except the Ruck portion, the uh, Friday night rally, the King Builder workout, and then, of course, the Grow School. So we want to create a, um, a training school that, that can train cadre and trainers so that we can expand our offerings and uh, – and, and be able to get more folks across the country, probably on a smaller scale than what we're doing now, but to have their own ruck events, uh, uh, which, as you know, accelerates everything from uh, leadership and teamwork and, and, and drive and getting guys on fire who are new to F3 about F3. So we want to expand that. Gus is doing a great job. He just took the reins over from Bono, and uh, we've got a giant year plan for that. 
Uh, of course, we have the 10-year in October. We've got a goal of about 1,300 PACs to attend. Right now, the uh, marketing is a little bit dormant. We're hoping that the vaccines can get out in parts of the country can slowly start to open and make folks feel a little bit more comfortable. So when that starts to happen here, hopefully in the next couple of months, we're going to put a big push on for this fantastic event we'll have uh, in Wilmington in October. And if we get a bunch of guys there, it's going to be a pretty awesome event. The weather is going to be better than when we first planned it in January probably, but uh, it'll be good. Let's see. Next is uh, risk management. Uh, this is pretty high up on my list. So this year what we want to do is put together a, uh, a group of folks to investigate exactly what our risks are and maybe see what we can do to help avoid that. You know, to date we, we've been lucky. There's, there's certainly been things that have happened to guys as they're working out. There's certainly been um, neighbors, municipalities, what have you, that have, have been upset with, with workouts close to their homes or in their parks. So uh, we want to figure out exactly what uh, we might need to do to help protect ourselves as best as possible to avoid any trouble in the future. We also are going to expand our um, trademarked intellectual property. We've got some things trademarked now, such as the logo, the words Fitness Fellowship Faith, all the Grow Ruck labeling. Uh, we have CSOP protected. We want to expand that a little bit more. As this thing grows and becomes more valuable, that's just something that you got to do. Uh, speaking of which, um, we want to talk about product sales. When Dredd retired as the, uh, as the Nantan, he came to me and said, hey, I got something I want to do, Slaughter. I want to be head of product sales. He wants to work with uh, Malco, who of course runs Mudgear, F3 Beer, um, uh, some of our publications, and he wants to get involved so that we've got better product offerings. And of course, we have royalty agreements with anybody that uses the logo for those types of things, mostly the uh, clothes that we wear, the F3 gear. Uh, and so we want to be able to expand upon that. And Dred's going to be working with, with uh, he's going to answer to TML and, and work through some of that. Um, next is, uh, and we've done this before, we uh, had our first quarterly board meeting recently. Those are pretty long affairs that are done virtually, one of the things that we do is we present the current financials. And I'm going to throw some numbers out right now, C-SPAN, but before I do that, I was going to pause, see if you had any questions for anything thus far. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm scribbling notes because I'm hoping the podpaxers are, <clears throat> they might need to listen to this one on half speed because you are killing it. Dude, you are just flowing through this. I feel like uh, you are obviously well prepared. And so I'm going to let you just jump right into the uh, board meeting numbers, because I know there's a lot of pod packers that uh, this has been very curious to them of uh, how things shook out. So why don't you take just keep keep rolling with it. I got, I've got all my questions for the end. Okay, good. So the first thing I'll let you know is that we are going to publish a corporate report for 2020. Uh, this is going to include complete transparency of every dollar that has come in and out of both the foundation and the nation. It's going to include narratives to support and explain what some of those things are. Uh, and then it's going to include a, a narrative of a lot of the things that I just covered, uh, which is going to help hold the, uh, the, the corporate leadership group accountable because we're going to put it all out there. Here's the things we're going to accomplish. Um, it's going to put the numbers out there, of course, and it's also going to 
lay out the budget for this coming year. And I'll tell you, these are big, these are big numbers, um, C-SPAN. So for the nation, we've got a budget of $342,000, and for the foundation, we have a budget of $355,000. Those are dollars that we expect to spend in 2021. Uh, now, a lot of those dollars are, uh, for example, all the GrowRuck money is involved in the nation. The 10-year anniversary numbers are, are included in the nation. Uh, for the foundation, of course, we've got the money that uh, we're going to pay the executive director, and we've also got more than a couple hundred thousand dollars in grants that we're hoping to, uh, to uh, put out there um, and pay. So those are big numbers. I mean, you're talking $700,000 budget for these two organizations. Um, and some might ask, where does that money come from? Uh, I told you we get a pretty good amount of money from royalties uh, when we also get a bunch of money from donations, and we're hoping to increase that number. Uh, we get a bunch of money from our Grow Ruck registrations, and of course we're getting money for the 10-year anniversary uh, party. That budget alone is $187,000. So uh, those are some big things. Uh, and part of that, I told you, a couple hundred thousand dollars that we're hoping to write in grant fulfillments is going to, of course, come through uh, donations. And we have a, a goal for our new executive director to, uh, towards the end of the year, once he starts getting the plan together, is to actually start raising some money um, and, and putting that out there to the different regions. So that is, uh, that's kind of the plan, man. That's what we've been working on and what we will be working on. Dude, and I, I'm just going to say thank you. Um, thank you for going through all of it, but also thank you for being the kind of guy you are. So I'm going to give your parents credit and just say I love a guy that can hit a bunch of bullet points and nail it like you did. Now there's a bunch of additional questions that guys are going to have as, as you went through that. Um, I was scribbling down taking notes, and I'm going to ask a few uh, one thing I've liked about you since the day I met you was you normally will share your email address or your Twitter handle. And so if guys have questions, I'm sure you'll be able to answer it or you can direct them to the person who's in charge of that. And so let's just go ahead and get, how would you like people, if they have questions about what you just went through, how do you want them to get a hold of you? Uh, yeah, so I am slaughter at f3nation.com. I'm on Twitter at slaughterf 3 and uh, you can find me on Slack, which I think I am at Slaughter. So, yeah, find me. Perfect. Ping me. Okay. And I'll be happy to answer questions or direct you in it. And I will say this. for uh, People get wrapped around the axle, understandably so, when you talk about making F3 corporate. And certainly when you start talking about dollars, um, there's going to be a lot more information to come, and I would encourage folks maybe to wait for the corporate report uh, I will say this about the budget. This is a question that I've gotten most asked in the past. Yes, we pay for everything. We pay for, you know, we, right now TML is, is neck deep and closing out 2020. You know, we've got uh, tax returns for the foundation for the nation because the foundation has its own 501c3. We got 1099s. We had to put together a budget for 2021. We had to provide a cost versus budget analysis from 2020 to the board, explain the differences in COVID. Um, and we pay people. Um, we insist on paying for all of our professional services and 
we pay for a lot of the folks in the SLT. Uh, they make a few hundred bucks a month, and the reason for all of that is that we have grown beyond a purely volunteer organization. Um, and I've had guys call me and say, there's probably 5,000 lawyers in F3. Why in the heck are you paying for legal services? And my answer is because when somebody's doing something for free, despite their absolute best intentions, when, uh, when something else in their life heats up, the free stuff moves to the back of the line. And over the years, we've just never been able to have consistent accountability on the services that we, uh, that we require. And um, therefore, we, we pay so that we can keep guys uh, uh, on, our, on our timeline and, and, and doing the job that we need them to do. And the other side of it, you can't get guys uh, in a leadership position if you're dealing with a bunch of uh, volunteers and, and it's hard to hold folks accountable. Now, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of folks that volunteer across the nation, but for a lot of the things that we do, uh, including, like I said, uh, some of these shared leadership positions, we, we pay folks 1099 contract uh, for their services. Um, so that, uh, for example, you know, Gus, who, who's running six grow hooks this year, you know, he, we pay him a few hundred bucks a month um, because he spends an awful lot of time on it, and uh, these things are hard dates. And we've got to make sure that we've got somebody who uh, is going to deliver six times this year to do that. So that's uh, – but anyway, before you – like I said, before anybody gets any all wrapped around the axle on any of that stuff, can maybe give it a little time and, uh, and wait for the corporate report. Absolutely. Uh, you you kind of talked about it because I knew we were going to talk about money, and I know guys are going to get wrapped up. And so you and I are going to explain this over and over. A lot of the stuff that you just went through is behind the curtain, right? When you show up in a parking lot and there's you and seven other guys at an F3 workout, it's always going to be free. It's going to feel exactly the same. We can't have, um, you know, I, I was, you know, I always say when I was involved, there were 20 regions, right? Um, even the growth that we've done, it, it has to be a different model behind the curtain to, for us to continue to grow. And so I, I just ask guys to understand, it, this doesn't change anything as when you show up at a, in a parking lot and work out with your, your seven buddies. It does need to change if we want to do this um, and take it worldwide, we have to have this kind of structure behind the curtain. And so I don't know if you want to add anything there, but I just don't want, I don't want guys to get too wrapped up on this because F3 is always going to feel the same for what most of us understand. What you're discussing today is all behind the curtain, and it's the engine that's going to take us to the next level. So anything you want to add, I think you, you outlined it pretty good. I just want to make sure guys understand that the showing up in the parking lot at, at 5 a.m., that doesn't change. So. For example, in, 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 and I talked about this on the COT, in 2021, we plan to add 40 regions. Between 2024 and 2025, we plan to add 300 regions. That's twice as many as it took us 10 years to get. Um, and, 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 and we could probably not do any or many of the things that we're talking about right now, and I'm sure this thing would probably bebop along and uh, continue to be bigger and better, but I know – from experience, I know in my heart that it just wouldn't get to where we're headed without some kind of formality. And you hit the nail on the head, C-SPAN. This isn't going to be a, a, a directorship. The regions aren't going to be reporting to anybody ahead of them. 
um, you know, a guy in Phoenix isn't going to have a boss who lives in Seattle or anything like that. What we're looking to do is to provide guidance and tools to help F3 become bigger and better than what it is right now, but the same according to the five core principles. So you're absolutely right. A guy showing up in a, in a parking lot at 5.30 a.m. isn't going to know the difference. And the funny part is, is, as much as I live this day in and day out, I was in Charleston earlier this week and talking to some guys, and they have absolutely no idea about any of this. Um, they're just showing up working out. They don't listen to podcasts. They're not on Slack. They may not even be on Twitter. And you know what? That's okay, but I think it's up to the region to uh, offer these guys – uh, different opportunities to improve their life through things other than showing up to the workout. And those are some of the tools that we want to provide. And trust me, C-SPAN, I know you've talked a lot about it on this, on this podcast. Growth is not easy. It takes real planning, real organization, a lot of conversations. And that's one of the reasons why we're going to put this um, best, regional best practices manual out there so guys have a publication to learn how to do these things. Um, so anyway, yeah, you're right. It's nothing's going to change. Um, we're just going to provide uh, a structure to help, tools to help people uh, achieve their 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 goals of individual acceleration. And then we want to bring it to as many men as possible. So that's what the leadership team decided a couple years ago we wanted to do, and that's what we're doing. All right, you ready for some questions? I'm ready. Okay, first one. Um, I am so glad you got TML uh, back involved. And so I'm going to say one of my very, maybe in the first year, and I've been doing this for five years now, one of my first podcasts was TML is the guy that took over the Nantan of F3 Metro from Dread. And what I loved about him, um, and he's just a great guy, so maybe I can find it or put that out in the archives somewhere. Uh, What I loved about TML Every man's got to have his own style, and to take over after Dread, and you're going through that right now, is you got to be your own man. Uh, and he did; he presented that so well. Um, and I'm just glad you got him back involved because that that guy's a superstar. Next one was I'm really happy that you found a way uh, head of sales. That is a great role for Dread, and anybody who knows Dread and he likes to talk, I'm sure he will be one heck of a salesman, um, uh, being our head of sales. So. Good job on both of those. Starting with my questions. So a little bit um, on this corporate report, and you talked about the, and I'm trying to read my own handwriting here, looked like 342000 and 355000 for the foundation. F3 was 342. When you put out the corporate yeah, that's report, the, uh, that, that, that's, the, the, that, that's the 2021 budget numbers. Okay, 2021 budget numbers. Um, and I guess this is one because we got all these guys with different financial backgrounds inside. So tell me a little bit about the reporting because I, I know guys are going to ask this question. So when I see the, the reporting, am I going to see a 2020 uh, statement and a 2021 budget or am I going to see a 2021 budget uh, and then I can – as the year goes on, you guys are going to give updates. Can you kind of help under, like, am I going to see a rearview mirror or a windshield uh, financial reporting? Can you kind of talk through that a little bit, just uh, what your long-term strategy is there? Yeah, the answer to your question is yes. So when you read the corporate report, there will be income statements and balance sheets from both entities 
the foundation and the nation, uh, and then you will see a um, budget which is mirrored after a income statement for 2021. It'll have all the same line items broken down, you know, income, expenses, all that stuff, uh, so that you'll see what we plan to spend in each of those categories every year. Uh, I'm not sure about the updates throughout the year. They exist because we create them for the uh, board of directors as part of our corporate uh, board meetings. So we may, we may do that throughout the year, but in either event, at the end of 2021, you will see a budget versus actual report so you can see what we actually did per line item according to what we told you we intended to do. Um, so yeah, it'll, it'll all be there. And like I said, there'll be some, um, there'll be some narratives where we feel uh, most appropriate to explain exactly what's going on in, on some of these line items. Perfect. And I just want to, okay. I just want to say this, C-SPAN, so the F3 Foundation has its own 501c3 uh, um, federal tax ID number. Uh, F3 Nation, uh, so the foundation is a subsidiary of the nation. The nation is a, it's not a nonprofit, it is a not-for-profit, which means that we don't have owners and we're not able to give distributions. So it operates just like a nonprofit, like a hospital or something like that. Um, so those are two separate set of books that we keep. And then, of course, within the nation, we keep separate um, divisions for Grow Ruck, which is also broken down by event for the 10-year and a couple other things like that. So, uh, you know, we've got an accountant that keeps track of that. We've got, a, um, we've got a tax accountant that files our taxes at the end of the year, and our advisory board and board of directors uh, approves the budget and goes through the financials on a quarterly basis. So, so there's, a, there's a lot of eyes looking. But for me, it was important to become transparent to everybody and um, answer any questions that come of it. That's what they're supposed to be. And that's what I think our job is, is in a servant role to the entire nation, is to let everybody know exactly what's going on. Perfect. Great answer, brother. Um, next question on my list. We talked a little bit about trademark property. And um, I know there was some money coming in from the t-shirts, that kind of stuff. Can you also kind of help maybe go a little deeper on the trademark of I know CSOP, I'm, uh, Fitness Fellowship Faith, all those kinds of things. Are those actually going to be things that um, – why don't you talk a little bit about – are those things going to be uh, – how are those going to be used, in, uh, or are we just protecting them from other, uh, other companies using them? Can you talk a little bit more on that one? That's right. Yeah, that's right. So right now, if you can go to the website and go to the marketing section, and you can download our dossier that explains – uh, exactly what is trademark protected through the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, and you can download the artwork that has the little R with the circle around it. Um, and what that does is it, uh, number one, prevents anybody else from stealing our name. Uh, and there's lots of other F3s in this country uh, for lots of different things, but wherever we enforce it is uh, on the rare occasion where there's brand, possible brand confusion like another men's workout group called F3. Um, and really what we're trying to do is we're trying to prevent anybody from taking these things that are uh, that important to the way that we operate and using them for other purposes and or making money off of them um, without our permission. Uh, so that's really the reasons that we, uh, that we do that. And as you could have probably imagined, I mean, you worked for Amazon, you know, they, they protect everything that they possibly can because um, – there's a, 
you know, when you're small and nobody knows who you are and it doesn't matter, well, it doesn't matter. But when we, with these types of growth plans, uh, it's important to protect our intellectual property because that's really all we own. Uh, and we also want to protect other things like uh, mailing lists, Nantan lists. I mean, I, I can't tell you how much that might be worth to somebody to get a mailing list of 10,000 or 50,000 or 100,000 guys doing F3, but that's not, that's not something that we want to, to get out there, and that's not something we want to make available to everybody so that that uh, is, is protected. That's the plan with all of that. Yeah, and I and I just appreciate you. That was one of my questions. So, uh, you know, my email address, even though I'm part of this big thing, and it's you guys are going to protect me, protect my name, protect my uh, email address, my Twitter handle, everything that you can that I normally do stuff. Um, those mailing lists aren't going to be sold or anything like that. Those are always going to be kept private, right? 100%. We want to use them, obviously, for mailing lists. And then, you know, we want to be able to have them broken out by region. So, in case there's a, a natural disaster event in South Carolina, which I'm sure there will be eventually, we want to be able to contact folks and say, you know, here's what's going on with disaster ops. Here's how you can help, um, or, or or whatever the case may be. Uh, but we don't. We're not going to sell it to anybody. And obviously, I hope everybody knows. But we're also not going to let it get into the wrong hands so that um, somebody can't, somebody else can't sell it to somebody. So yeah, very very well protected. Excellent. And I guess my last one is, as far as the risk management and the stuff to try book, um, are you looking for guys to help on those teams? And if you are, or are those uh, already kind of put together? If you're looking, how would guys apply to help you with those? The Stuff Worth Trying manual is being spearheaded by Italian Job, who is the XQ of the Troubadour program in the new Q of comms. Um, and all that rolls up under Dark Helmet as the president. So he's putting together the, the SWT manual. I don't think he needs any help with that. I've got the table of contents and a rough draft of a few things in my inbox to review, and it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, TML is going to spearhead this risk management task force, and um, essentially what he's going to be looking for is different lawyers from across the country to weigh in on exactly where we are vulnerable and what we could do about it. So if, you, uh, if you're across the country somewhere and you're interested in helping and you're, uh, you know about how these laws of our land work, you can email tml at f3nation.com and let them know you're interested in helping. Uh, eventually, he wants to have a dozen or so guys and um, see where it goes from there and see what we need to do. All right, brother. I'm, uh, I'm fired up, and I appreciate uh, – I know there's a lot of work. <clears throat> to get to the point where you have a list like that, there was a lot of work involved. So thank you uh, on behalf of the nation. Thank you. So we're at the point of the show. We're kind of on the top. I'm going to give you closing remarks. I'm just going to say thank you um, for everybody else. Um, we should be very excited that uh, there's a, it looks like there's a lot of energy and a lot of motion behind the curtain. So we are, we are thankful for that. So um, uh, I'm going to say, here, throw you another softball. What else you want to talk about? I'm going to talk about the thing you've heard me talk about before, um, and this is right now probably the most important for me. Uh, you know, as I make the transition from back of the house to front of the house, which are two completely different things for me, um, and you just read my list, and I mean, I'm talking to attorneys and, and accountants and presenting to the board of directors and meeting with the shared leadership team and getting on the Nantan calls 
you know, and guys in the region are doing the same thing. I told you I was in Charleston, and they had a meeting about expansion. They've got some lofty expansion goals, and they've got Bible studies and stuff. Don't forget that, uh, not to take yourself quite so seriously, part of the reason this was originally designed was as adult recess. And uh, I queued to work out this morning here in Charlotte with, uh, with some of my best friends, and uh, there was a lot of uh, farting and bad jokes and um, putting each other down. I think it's important to go out in the morning and just act like a child for a little while, have a little bit of fun, and forget a little bit about all these pressures that we all have on us. Uh, go out there and, and, and forget about it for a little while. Hang out with your friends. Act like a child before you got to go home and be an adult. Uh, otherwise, man, some of us might implode, especially in these days and times. So that's, <laughs> that's something I try to remember and something I tell guys all the time. Don't take yourself too seriously. And if you've never been to a workout in the pouring down rain, there is absolutely no better way to feel like a little kid again and let all those adult thing type things uh, trickle away for, for 45 minutes or an hour. It's a, it's a great way to relieve some stress and get back in touch with what's important. Brother, it was great talking to you. Uh, you are definitely inspired me this morning. I hope the listeners um, all feel the same way. And um, we started talking about growth, and we should end on growth. If you, have, if you know a guy that you haven't invited to F3, get on the phone, text somebody, and it, uh, it's going to take a lot of texts. It's going to take a lot of phone calls to get guys out. Just do the right thing. Start getting guys out. So, brother, great talking to you. Appreciate everything you're doing. And um, for the rest of you, I'll talk to you next week. See you. Bye, C-SPAN. <laughs>